Hey, how are you? Sorry, I was late. All good, all good. I was just uh, on the phone to a, um, a VC fund. They're investigating us. Not investigating, but, you know, getting information as to whether or not they're going to come in and invest. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's... all good. Uh, oh, shoot, my screen's not even on. No, all good. Cool. Perfect. Um, so let's go ahead and get started. So basically, this call, I'm going to ask you a ton of questions. Your cool. goal is to go in-depth as possible with yep. each thing. And that's the only way that our team's going to be able to really extract everything. And that's from, <laughs> yeah, that's from your, you know, uh, you. By the way, do you, have a, do you have a daughter? I have two. Uh, my youngest one is, uh, is seven, and that's her shit behind me. Um, <laughs> so we're working from home. Um, and I'm in the office slash her playroom. I, I have to speak to our, our marketing guys. I want to get one of those screens that I can put at the back that can fold in and out. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So my, my eldest daughter is um, a twin with her brother and they're 13. So they don't have shit like that. All of this stuff is gone and their room's just a mess. I would rather probably do the, the Zoom from their room, to be honest, but it's all good. Okay, it's okay. all good. Yeah, it's because I'm having a daughter in three months. So, oh, the fun starts! Congratulations! I hope. I hope. <laughs> Thank you. No, man, it's all good. It's all good. They love their dads. Their dads are the best people in their life. So it's all good. Perfect. Okay. All right. Here we go. You're looking at our website. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the this is the conversation starter, right? This is how we ask uh, the right questions. So for most people to understand Stadio Global, I feel like they have to understand each section and each part of how this is an ecosystem and not just, yep. you know, not just an NFT or things like that. So Correct. I want you to take me through each of the th- things that Stadio will be able to, uh, which by the way, uh, is it Stadio or Stadio? Am I saying it? Up to you. It depends if you want to get your, your Latino one and you call it Stadio. Uh, right. But yeah, like we... We don't mind. We get we get it all. We get Stadio, Stadio, everything. Okay, cool. Where it originated from actually was Estadio, which means stadium yep. in Spanish. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So that's how we came up with the came up with the uh, the name. So cool. So take me through each aspect of what Stadio provides and what will provide, um, and how it came to fruition. Yeah, sure. So um, the, the, the easiest way to describe Stadio is we're a technology company that's Web3 and crypto enabled, right? So we, as you mentioned before, we're not just an NFT project. We're building an ecosystem that has pathways into it for athletes and fans and agents and coaches and managers to all come within this ecosystem with the purpose of transacting and making the most out of Web3 and crypto, right? So In order to do that, we've built several number one pathways, which I'll talk about the pathways, and then we've built enabling technologies or we're planning on building enabling technologies as part of the roadmap to essentially allow for greater awareness, to allow for greater transaction and, and, you know, and greater engagement within the overall ecosystem. All right. So let me run through the pillars of of, of why we've chosen these things and, and the sort of the method behind the maps, right? So... The first thing to get engaged within an ecosystem, you need to actually provide something for someone to do, right? That's, that's our, that's our goal right now where we are, uh, are taking a step further in the, in the world of NFTs to not concentrate on artwork. So this is not 
uh, an athlete artwork or a tribute artwork that someone buys and then they just look at it and they're happy to have it. What we've done with all of our NFT pathways is create what is called benefits, utilities, or dynamic benefits and utilities, right? So for athletes to get into the ecosystem, so they're an athlete, they've showed interest and they said, yeah, I really want to get involved in crypto, but I don't know what to do, right? We give them two pathways that they can go into. One is through what we was the, is the initial uh, athlete collection. So they can come up with us. We can get them set up with a, a, a wallet and we can work with them to create an NFT that has benefits associated with it that we smart contract into those NFTs. And we work with that athlete with our white glove service to go, all right, we will get your, we will get your imagery done. And then we will work with you on your benefits and then we'll work with you on fulfilling those benefits. So it's kind of like a white glove service. And we then provide the technology to be able to mint it, list it, sell it on secondary markets, receive the money from crypto based on the commercials. And then they're, they're in the ecosystem to trade, right? So then from there, they can go, all right, well, I want to now buy Bitcoin and I want to buy Solana and maybe I want to buy a few other NFTs and I've got the wallet and I've got the mechanism. I've got the MetaMask set up and I'm in there and I'm transacting, right? But then at the same time, they're earning royalties off their initial NFTs. So there's a flow in and then a flow out and around. Yes. Right. So that's for, that's one pathway for the athlete. The other pathway for the athlete is through Stadio Leagues. So Stadio Leagues is, is Stadio's first foray into gamification where these athletes will have their own NFTs in game. So we, the first game that's coming off is, is Stadio Leagues 3v3. Um, so if you go to StadioLeagues.com, you'll be able to see that, that, um, that pathway. And essentially Stadio Leagues is an NFT that is backed by real world statistics. It has traits within it. It is affected. Those traits are affected by their performance in their seasons, right? And then that performance affects when someone uses it in the game, right? And there's hidden power ups. There's, you know, if you've got different colored shoes or different colored, um, uh, accessories, there's commons, uncommons, rares, legendaries, goldens. It really is a mixture between uh, we've drawn inspiration from NBA Jam, so that retro look and feel, along with FIFA Ultimate Team in terms of the way that they deal with traits and cards, right through to you know fantasy sports. So yeah. what this is is it's an entertaining game where fans can buy these NFTs, use them in a game, which which will be play to earn. You'll be able to earn tokens which you can then redeem for future things within the ecosystem there will be competitions tournaments things like that right and the what we've done because we're very athlete focused is 20 percent of all of the sales actually go back to the athlete right so we've done everything for the athlete we've promoted the game we've built the artwork we've got the game going like it's in development the athlete gets 20 percent, and that is our commitment to Stadio's commitment to athletes to go, you are going to monetize continuously off this project yeah. in every pathway that we have got. Yeah. Right. So they're the two pathways for the athletes and the fans. So the fans can engage by buying the athlete collections or they can engage by buying Stadio Leagues NFTs to use in-game. And you can see everything that I've said about our NFTs, you get to do something with them. You right. get to – our whole mantra is – Come for the assets, stay for the experience, yeah. right? So this is not 
really a, I want to invest in this NFT and flip it because it's going to go up in value 10x. There's, there's really none of that. It's more so these assets will go up in value because one, they're rare, and two, that athlete's playing well and they're really good in a game that they become more valuable that way. And then what that does is it spurs a, a secondary flow-on set of communities, like there'll be a Stadio League's trading community where you know people will get together and trade and work out what what chemistry works with what, what happens if I put that player with this roster, you know, yeah. how that's going to yeah. implicate gaming. That's what we're looking to create within the community, right? So, so yeah, yeah, let me ask you one question really quick. Cool. Um, so for, I totally understand this portion, right? The gamification yeah. of it. For the NFTs, I know you were mentioning benefits that um, the athletes will be able to be able to give to, um, sure. you know, holders. Um, yeah. What does that look like? Is there some examples that you can, you know, provide that might, you know, will be? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So one of our, one of our ambassadors, so if you go back to the webpage, um, just so you've got a visual, uh, if you go to Stadio Global, yep, and scroll down. To, 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 yeah, to our athlete more. ambassadors. Oh, yeah, a little bit up. A oh, little bit up. Up, up, up. Up, up, up. Right here. Up, 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 up. You'll see the, yep. Yeah, so, starting our Okay, so, Dejan Vasilievich, the guy in the middle that you just saw. There it is. Yes. Yeah, Dejan there, right. So, Dejan, he has his own clothing company. He has his own clothing and apparel brand, right? So, he's using the NFTs to basically say, any of my NFT holders will get exclusive access to my merchandise, new merchandise, new merchandise drops, yeah. discounts, stuff like that, special launch events, etc. So what we're trying to do with the athlete is, is work in with really what they want to get out of it, right? So, you know, some athletes want to be able to uh, do that where they've got uh, secondary business opportunities that they want to cross-pollinate or cross-collaborate with and use that as a way to drive greater awareness and greater sales to their other businesses, Right. Sunday, for example, is going to be more on the media side where he's going to offer exclusive content. He's going to offer uh, exclusive live videos, meet, meet and greets, dinners and things like that. Um, and, and that content that he's going to create won't go anywhere else. Yeah. So it will be exclusive yeah. to his holders, like whether they're post-match interviews, pre-match interviews, um, be on the court with him pre-game, like in the shoot-around, like his manager will film and then airdrop it to his holders. So that gets exclusive stuff that no one else gets to his fans, right? So there's that. Um, Alex, we, uh, we're working on his benefits. He's actually a 14-year-old driving prodigy. So he's looking at it a way to grow his um, sponsorship base. So yeah. he might he's looking at basically offering the opportunity to buy a part of him for any future revenue, right, that he earns. So wow. almost like he's buying a stake in his, his ongoing journey and career. We've got um, another athlete coming on board. He's looking at holding um, basketball clinics and basketball meets where, you know, he'll hire out a gym and those NFT holders will come and experience some one-on-one -on -one time with him there, right? Yeah. So each athlete really comes with, um, you know, a set of, uh, you know, we work with them on some ideas and concepts, but we really ask them what they're interested in, yeah. right? And what, where, where they want to go with it rather than us telling them what they want to do, which is really challenging. You know, Ulysses, the existing paradigm around sponsorship where you've got a brand and that brand, I want you to do this, this, and this. And if you want to get paid, you have to do it. We're flipping the script. Right. We're saying, athletes, what do you want to do? We want to empower you 
to, to choose what you want to put out there, what sorts of things you want to get involved in. And then we work with them on that because we've seen other projects, Ulysses. I mean, it's, it's very, it's very public out there. You know, that this is not a new concept that athletes have come up with this idea, but the actual delivery of it and people educating them on going, do you really want to do this? Do you reckon you've got enough time? Do you really yeah, want to do yeah. this? this is a this is a big commitment from you financially, or do you realize that you're going to have to market this yourself as well, right? You know, Stadio can help with overall Stadio marketing and public relations, but a lot of this is going to be yourself driving it, and it's creating those reality checks to get them to a point where expectation and delivery is 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 met and achievable, right? Rather than Oh, we want to do, we want to do everything. We want to send people to the United States and we're going to go on a road show. We're going to, no, like when are you going to do that? If you want to do that, that's great. We have to work with you on when. So we set the expectation clear to the people buying it. That is the big difference that we're offering in this space. Yeah. All right. So that's vitally important to know that white glove service and that athlete onboarding. And, you know, we, we work with them to get the marketing done you know, get the promotion done, delivering on what's in the smart contracts. Yeah. And the beauty of it is that it's unique to each athlete. Correct. So it's like, yeah, they're, they're really benefiting from, from like the fans are really benefiting from investing into their own player for probably the first time in their life, other than watching them go play. Um, and they actually get, you know, something else that, that's exclusive that not too many people will, will be able to have and those experiences and maybe potential meets and all of these things that you know were once yeah. kind of very difficult to get right only major companies yeah. were able to provide that type of stuff so this is this precisely is and, and we're also putting strategies in place and, and we were we were meeting yesterday with um with some content and data providers to basically say what once that nexus happens between athlete and fan we also have this, um, de- like our own drive to also, on behalf of the athlete, drop unique content into yeah. those, like airdrop them just, just because there's a nexus, right? So, you know, we, we've got, um, the, you know, we're working with a, 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 a company that has access to, you know, us to be able to curate and, and, you know, split and cut highlights. We can split and cut interviews. We can even with Stadio Mart now. I'm segueing into sorry, st- st- Stadium View, which is the next the next yeah. thing that we're building, where we've actually got a virtual studio decked out in Sydney, Australia, with Joe Healy. We'll be actually developing content via the form of interviews and post match and other opportunities where the athlete can go. I want to be on a on a. I want to do a show. I want to get together with some guys and do a a video podcasty sort of show. You know. You know, you do see it, you know, ex-NBA players doing it, but they might talk about leagues. They might talk about the game. They might talk about other stuff that, you know, is happening in the NBL or NBA. And we can take that content because it's not published anywhere else and drop it to all of our, all of our holders, right? That that's exclusive to them. Nowhere else will it, they might get tidbits of highlights on YouTube, but right. actual content gets dropped to them that no, that exclusivity no one else gets. And it's uncensored because we're not controlled by a, a media conglomerate. It's our own yeah. media. Yep. Right. Powerful. And then Powerful. In, in doing that, we create additional awareness. We create, you know, additional scope to offer, you know, flow on um, content being created for leagues. You know, there might be a leagues, 
um, you know, a league's broadcast channel slash episodes every week that, you know, we can look at the leaderboard and we can, you know, dissect and analyze and maybe get those guys in on a podcast or, a, you know, on the show, you know, virtually and yeah. say, why did you choose these guys? You know, what, what is your, you know, what is your, your thinking around it to really get, you know, you see it on YouTube a lot with Ultimate Team where they, they, they dissect and analyze people's rosters and teams. We can do the same thing for leagues. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. Cool. So take us through, um, take us through stadium coin IEO, um, yep. and a few other things. Yeah. So, so this is where, so the ecosystem is going to require a, a currency yep. to transact within it. Right. Yep. And that's where we're going with stadium coin. Now, the initial vision behind stadium coin was to actually look at um, creating its own coin out and putting it on an exchange to buy and, and whatever else as its own thing. But what we're finding more and more is all we need is an actual fundamental underlying currency so that within the system, it's linked to tokens. And then people, once they're holding assets, can actually earn and, and playing the game, can then earn tokens, which then can be redeemed to stadium coin. And once it's redeemed in stadium coin, it can be used to buy other things within the ecosystem or exchange for other crypto. Yeah. And eventually can, you know, and once it's exchanged for other crypto, you can exchange it for fiat. So yeah. really that's the, the underlying transactional currency will be stadium coin, right? That's the whole, that's the whole rationale behind having it. Otherwise we've got to go, well, what are we going to do? And because the whole idea around um, Stadio and the ecosystem is to be um, is to be protocol agnostic. So we don't want to have to be linked to an Ethereum mainnet and a Polygon or a you know a, a, you know a Solana mainnet or an yeah. Algorand mainnet. We want to be protocol agnostic. But the thing that's going to be that connection between the protocols is Stadium Coin, right? So that's what we want to be able to do and. It's important for that to know. Otherwise, we would need to find another form of, um, you know, virtual currency, whether that be Ethereum or yeah. or Polygon, to be able to transact within. But it just made sense, and we can control that. We can control linking it to the tokens, you know, and it becomes its its own ecosystem currency. Yep, totally, totally. Right. Yep. So, yeah, cool. And then moving forward now. So this is sort of. Uh, the, the, the future roadmap part post launch, you know, that we're looking at is how do we make it more? E how do we make it easier and simpler for athletes to self service? Right. So whilst we at the moment are creating a marketplace of artists and marketplace of graphic designers and video designers and three D renderers, etc., that we're working with, you know on behalf of the athlete. So the athlete will come to us and say, I want to do something and I like the look of this. We'll go, all right, we'll engage person X. They will do a discovery session with the athlete, et cetera. But it's very, it's, it's sort of a little bit disconnected. But if we can offer what we call uh, like the first NFT, like a, a, a almost like a self-service, do-it-yourself, canvas-style, design-your-own-NFT, right, and then attach your own benefits. So it's almost automating a lot of the process that we currently have humans doing. That's the inspiration for time first NFT. Now and that's with, uh, is this only available to the athletes or is this for everybody or 
No, uh, well, we are planning. We're still scoping it, but okay. the 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 NFTs will only be allowed to Stadio athletes to do. Now, okay. going forward, there is potential to white label that more broadly yeah. and and carve it off as its own service. We've already sort of identified that as a as an opportunity. Um, but yeah, we've got some real clear vision there around what we want to do with first NFT and all. Listen, it's just really all about trying to make it easier and simpler to transact once you're in the ecosystem. Yeah. Cause a lot of people want to hear web three, they're like, what the hell is that? You know, for people that are not into uh-huh. that, that yeah. universe. Right. So, so it's this it's is hard. It's complicated. Yeah. yeah. I, so like something like this is uh, to many people would be super beneficial. So, yeah. yeah well, you know, we, we thought of it as, We've got an athlete, a Stadio athlete in the ecosystem, and that athlete wants to do something for charity, right? That they have, we want to empower them to be able to create that, to set the, set the smart contract um, outcomes of, you know, anyone who buys this NFT, this is what you're getting and this is where it's going. So yeah. to be able to offer that process end to end as much as possible with the athlete driving it and building it without us getting involved, because you think Huge. then that's scalable. Yep. 100%. Right. Yep. So that's what we want to get to is a level of scalability using using technology. And as I said, we're a technology company. We're building tech stacks that are Web3 web enabled. That's part of that. That fits into that compartmentalized part. Yeah. No, and that's why I like this project so much. It's because it's, it's, it's an entire ecosystem. You're thinking like, you know, ahead with this type of stuff. Um, and it's just overall, it's just, it's a great project. You know, too many people are focused on one specific item. This is yeah. very much like a, an entire ecosystem and it's beneficial to all of its users, the athletes, you guys, the, the holders, like, and there's That's so right. many things to be able to do gamification, um, being able to do all the utility that the NFTs will have, you know? So yeah, right. that's good. I always keep referring to Amazon started by selling books. Right. Yeah, they oh, did. Okay. Yeah. So you know, we, you know, uh, the, the owners and co-founders really draw inspiration from, from Web two success stories, and I, I and but it, it, we've identified what the problems are with it, and we're creating an evolution, not a revolution, of that by offering yeah. this this ecosystem. You know, and then sort of going into Stadio Portal, you know, this is where we get that the nexus between Web two and Web three, right? We, we allow our athletes to be able to create their own footprint within the ecosystem, right? Yeah. So this is where they're able to, on their, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's, an, it's an app, you know, that, that's what we're envisaging in terms of the actual tangible thing. You know, they'll be able to see all their assets. They'll be able to see all their metrics, see how they're tracking, see which NFTs are going up, down, around, see, you know, how many people are interested in buying their assets, how much they're, you know, how, how much, how much volume they've gone on secondary markets, you know, it's creating that, you know, that level of access that they don't have at the moment in relation to their entire ecosystem footprint. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. So, um, I have about, uh, 10 minutes left. Um, now obviously we'll do more interviews, but I sure. think we got a pretty good understanding of Stadio Global, right? Cool. Um, I think in order to make sure that these first articles are a hit, we also need to cover uh, you, your background a little bit, and then, you know, maybe sure. part of the team, but for yep. sure, your background a bit. Is okay. there anything that you want me to ask you with the last 10 minutes that we have available 
That way, you know, you make sure we emphasize. No, I'm, I'm guided by you. I mean, uh, you obviously know what works and what's successful. So you you tell me the stuff that people want to hear and I'll, I'll give you the answers. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of people I think are going to want to hear, well, who's, you know, who are the founders? What's the, their background? Things like that. Um, just kind of determine, right, the legitimacy. So um, let's go ahead and, and take a dive into that. Now, I know you filled out the type form and it gave us a pretty good uh, understanding of your successes. But take us through your journey a little bit. It doesn't have to be, you know, too, super in-depth, but just a brief of, you know, kind of how you got started into business and then now transition into this with your successful exits and everything like that. Yeah, I mean, I I started off in actually my, I started my first company when I was 23. And the the real catalyst behind me starting my first company was the fact that I always wanted to build up something successful that I could say that was me, right? So it was a, a personal and professional challenge. And yes, obviously, when you've got professional, personal, professional challenges, and if you are successful, there is monetary reward to that, right? And, yeah. you know, I have been very grateful, very lucky, um, but also, you know, through hard work and perseverance to be able to do not one, but two successful startups. Um, you know, the, the first one was a, um, a recruitment and labor hire company that essentially was built up and, and sold, you know, quite, you know, quite successfully. And then the second one was actually a, um, a byproduct of the first one where really what we did was we, we identified some, some gaps and problems and inefficiencies with, um, parts of processes of that business. So we, we found when I set up National Crime Check, was in response to my labour hire company finding it really, really hard to get background checks, right? That it was really cumbersome, really paper-based, really not automated and not really secure. That that was this, that was actually the, the stimulus to creating National Crime Check and building up a solution that addressed those problems that was really um, initially was a very micro example with my previous business that really turned out to be a macro example for industries and, and corporates, you know, in Australia completely, right? Yeah. So um, that was that was why the reason for behind setting up the second business. And what the nexus between the second business and Stadio was, was the fact that the idea behind creating a another organisation from moving from Web 2 to Web 3 and having a completely decentralised philosophy and mantra compared to, you know, the, the police check world is very regulated, very government regulated, very government controlled. And a lot of that was very hard to, to swallow in a lot of ways because you're going, why are you doing all of this? We're working within your, you know, we're working within your, you know, we, 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 we're working on your playing field, you know, we're kicking through these goals and the next minute the goalposts change and we have to adjust our entire business yeah. because you said so. Right. And there was a lack of empowerment. Right. We, we wanted to do a lot of things and we, we really pushed our own agendas, but we were very hamstrung in what we could do. So whilst we were creating good solutions and we were making a positive impact, there were always these constrictions on things because there was centralized bodies controlling it. Yep. And I think that this is an opportunity in sports for me. I look at this next project and, you know, the, you know, Stadio is more. If I can do something within this space, I want to be it within its sports because I've always loved sports. I, I get involved with athletes. You know, this for me is a, 
a legacy opportunity rather than a, a business monetization opportunity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is for generations further to come because we are, are literally at the cusp of the wave. Exactly. I, I agree. I agree. It's still super early, right? Um, yeah. So because the only we can, we can influence really early, we can set set the standard, and you know we're already seeing you know really um, suboptimal practices out there and suboptimal businesses because it's so early and so so low barriers to entry, and that's that's the really good thing about Web three, but it's also a curse, right? That we're still trying to take learnings from Web2, all the successful learnings of Web2 about creating sustainable businesses, putting really professional uh, processes in place, you know, ensuring that people understand that we're trying to create a credible and integrity-based business. And it is a business. It's not a project. So we are next level here. Yep. You know, so that's sort of where we want to get to. And that's that's sort of like the journey. And for me, the the passion is, is really quite significant for this and i yeah i'm i'm looking forward to keeping on pushing the agenda pushing the the bar up raising the category and we're we're trying to do that and pioneer that i like that yeah cool awesome um well you crushed it you crushed your first interview you're gonna do well uh on screen on tv and you know things of that sort so um Cool. So what I'm going to go ahead and do next is the usual. I'm going to send this over to the team. They're going to review it, not only the client managers, but um, after that, we're going to assign these to the writers and the writers based off of listening to this, will send over headlines. You'll approve of them, deny them, things like that. Um, And then they're they're going to get started um, and you should have your first batch to look at rough drafts next week. Cool. Um, Cool. One thing I want to make clear though, um, the rough drafts that you get next week, the only thing that we want you to look at is content. If the content is not good, um, or so, so basically flow, structure, punctuation, punctuation, things like that, yeah. get edited afterwards. We, right. We don't want to polish something that's never going to be a final draft anyways. Correct. So we will polish it as soon as the content's good to go. Um, yeah. it'll be sent to a higher level editor. Okay. Um, yeah. cool. Um, any questions cool. for me on that end? No, that makes sense. I'm in your hands. Like whatever you need, I'll do. You, you know, you, you, you've got, you've got hindsight and I don't. This is my first rodeo in this space. I mean, you, you, this is what you do. So you yeah. tell me, this is what, this is what I've seen before that works and is successful. We make sure we get it done that way. All right. Sounds good. Well, I appreciate your time, Martin. Um, take care. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Um, no and problems and we'll, yeah, we'll chat soon. Thanks so much oh, again. Bye. All right. Bye.